The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, like, but I want to know from the people who are commenting, like where, oh, where yeah. I'm actually very curious too. All right. Leave a comment on this episode of where you are watching this episode from city, yeah. state, country, whatever. Don't give your actual address or your social security number or anything <laughs> no, like that. No. I'm at one, two, three, four uh, Bumble Bumble Lane in Minnesota. No, don't do that. No, because if we do get all that data, then we can like figure out where we can take the show to like, I don't know. Oh, go on tour. And stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, welcome back, everybody, to Hoot and a Half. You're like, wait, what? You guys are in a whole different set? Yeah, we are. If you haven't listened or watched the episode before this one, we interviewed the lovely Adam Melcher, but we just decided we wanted to just to have a chat with ourselves, me and Mike, in our new set. This set is pretty cool for the folks listening. How would we describe this set? You had a pretty good description of it last time. You said Miami 1980s meets 90s rom-com chic. Yes, that's it. Probably it, it looks what your grandma's house looked like if you were born in the early 90s and, and late 80s. Or you have a grandparent that lives in Florida. And has not updated their place since yes. the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, but it's we, really comforting being in here, I feel like. I, I enjoy being in this room. Oh, yeah. No, it's become kind of the new like hangout spot in the house. Oh, do stuff. people come in here and hang out now? Uh, some people. Maybe I'm making that up because I want to make it seem like I'm creating a really cool vibe in here. I come in here and read. Like, I would love to have a room like this in my house. Like, yeah. this is such a, it's such a calming place to be because these colors also, you don't really see these colors out in public that frequently right now it's a very specific color palette that my eyes are at least in my day-to-day -day, i'm not used to seeing and they're sort of really comforting like these pastels the palettes yes and we got this couch from resident objects they're really cool instagram instagram it's a like a vintage furniture and tchotchka collector kind of a thing yeah no I, I follow them on now on instagram since you got it and they post really cool stuff this stuff is unbelievable big news in my life um i recently got crocs oh yes and you have them in sport, sport mode. mode so yeah for those of you watching um there's two modes to crocs one is sport mode where mm -hmm. the strap is pulled back so your heel will not slip out so if you're basically outdoors and you're running around uh you put it in sport mode but if you're at home you flip the strap up and then it's like like a slipper. So at home, I keep it in home mode. And then when I go out in public, I put it in sport mode. Right. I, is that a Crocs thing? Do they come up with that or is that an Adam Melcher thing? I think that's an Adam Melcher thing. I've never heard them refer to sport mode. I oh, think it's okay. just like pulling the heel back and pulling it. Okay. Back. Well, Adam, Maybe. so then he refers to it. He goes, hold on, let me put my Crocs in sport mode. And then he'll like get up and go get the mail or something. I've never owned a pair of Crocs. Neither did I. 
But I think you were over the house when I made the decision to buy these. Yes. Um, and Adam, let me try on his. I think I need to get a size. I'm usually a size 11. I think I need to get a size 10. That's correct. Um, but I'm always like, well, I know you're wearing yours with socks right now. Yeah. Um, I'm I know just you always like... worried about getting like a little too sweaty down in there. No, it's it's all breathable. Okay. It's it's not. It's there's there's air pockets. There's ventilation. Are you it's really aerodynamic. Little, are you gonna get the little widgets that you add on there? They have a name for them, right? Like, You're gonna get like a boosted board one, a Star <laughs> David one. I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I kind of like the uh, simplicity of it. You know, the bottom of your of your shoe says nine eleven. No, oh, it does. <laughs> does the other one say nine eleven? Yeah, my shoes say nine eleven. Why? Well, because it's a men's size nine and a women's size eleven. Oh, <laughs> oh, is that a conspiracy? <laughs> Never forget. No, yeah. So basically, you know, I thought Crocs were for people who work in hospitals. I think it's a very big in the nursing nurses wear Crocs a lot, if I understand that correctly. Okay. Um, but they kind of had this thing where a lot of people hated on them for a while because they were really ugly. But then it, there was like a switch that got flipped culturally where they went from being ugly to just being cool. And people just embraced Crocs or Crocs. Yeah. And now they're now I feel like they're cool. No, they, they're they totally back. And then now they're making like high heel Crocs too. High like, heel Crocs. I think like Versace just made some. Okay. Was, there, was there ever anything that you bought once in your life that you thought, damn, this is going to be my ultimate status symbol? My Tesla. Okay. I bought it. Folks, I bought my Tesla. I know we talked about it a couple episodes ago. Oh, uh, Larry? Yeah, Tesla Larry. The Tesla. Tesla Larry yeah. Named after uh, Larry, Larry David. Larry David. Right there. There he is. Who's right behind me. These No, you're probably asking yourself, who are these two men behind uh, Matt? No, who are these two Jewish studs from the 90s? Those are not Mike's uncles. <laughs> that oh is God, Jerry wish. Seinfeld and Larry David. And next to him is uh, Andre 3000. Yeah. And then that's Meg Ryan. Oh, yeah. That's, Carrie Fisher. It's a uh, cutout from a Japanese brochure of when Harry met Sally. We got some David Hockney paintings, a Picasso. Maybe we'll do like a little art tour of this stuff one we day. We should. I was actually thinking about doing that on like Snapchat or something. That would be cool. Oh, dude. I'm like, I'm so beat today. Why? Because one, it was like day on the tonal. And then I agreed to Scott, Mr. Scotty Sire, to say yes to him. Uh, for a YouTube video and going was, hiking, yes, and it was quite a hike. You really don't like hiking? No, I don't. Why? I don't like it at all. Well, I have hiking anxiety where I don't like because every hike I go on, usually it's a trail that I'm unfamiliar with, so you're constantly walking, you know, up this huge hill and you don't know like how long it's going to go on, right? For. You like exercising without using your brain, you like just zoning out and just numbers. I like seeing the progress and I know when the routine's going to be done, right? And that's it. Hiking sometimes it's like different every time. You're analytical about it, yes. You're just... and, I'm, and I'm terrified of like rattlesnakes spraining my ankle. How am I going to get down from this hill? <laughs> the mountain lions, dude, they're everywhere. But eh, I'm actually not that stressed out about it. I need to get over it. But, oh, man. But so now you also have sort of varied workouts. You used to work out at Scott's Gym. Yes. And then you've now moved to the Tonal, the which tonal. is like, if you don't know what a Tonal is, it's like the Peloton of um, like a homebody gym. It's like the Peloton of Bowflexes. It's the Tesla of in-home workouts. It's <laughs> awesome, dude. It's these cables and these arms that come out in a little bench. I have to try it. I want to try it. It's really, it's really, really great. Yeah, Joe has one. He hardly uses it. So you're beat today? I'm a little beat. I wish I was like on my A game, but it's, I think I'm getting there. Yeah, and you, your outfit's good too. Oh, thank you. 
Um, what you uh, and you've been jump roping lately? Getting um, on the the Carly and Contro yeah jump rope craze. She, I mean, it's it is inspiring to see like her doing it every day. The consistency of it is like okay, if she's doing it every day and increasing, also she does a thousand, then she does fifteen hundred, now she does two thousand. Like, I don't want to just sit on my ass and you know watch everyone else get ripped up for hot girl summer. That's about to happen. You're so. gonna jump. I, I've been jumping one day. So did you far. do the? Did you do the cross? I have the weighted ropes that that you got for a brand deal from a while ago, and yeah. so those weighted ropes. I, I'm pretty out of shape, like from cardio. I mean, thankfully I'm fit, but cardio. I'm just like I, I did like eight minutes, and I felt it all day. It's. I think there's there's a, a breakthrough you got to get through that maybe one or two weeks where your body's just like okay, we've haven't done this in a long time, and then once it's like okay, now now I can get things going again. My lungs are at capacity, my heart's at capacity. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm ready for I'm ready for summer. I'm I'm very excited about you it. You got a good tan going on though. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for waiting for me today while I was marinating by the pool, getting working on my base tan. That's what I need to do. I burn first and then I tan like after. Can you I get to, like, like pretty tan? Yeah, I feel like I've seen you pretty tan before. Yes, but then people say I just look pink and red. <laughs> so it depends what kind of like angle and light you're catching me in. It- but are you ready? Are you excited for summer? Yes, I'm very excited for summer. I already feel like summer's here, or definitely sweater weather has come and gone. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. What is that? That's an old SNL like sketch. Oh. Sweater weather. Oh, sweater weather. Yeah, now Rudolph and Amy Poehler. It's t-shirt weather now no, for it's sure. T-shirt weather for sure, which means I got to get the guns going. Yeah, no, I got the. I mean, my house. I think I'm, it's coming together. We got that outdoor furniture now. You have, or I, all I gotta say is the vibe at your house. Zane has some competition yeah. on the pool vibe because right now you're kind of killing it. Like Thank you. we were even talking to Patricia's friends, like, oh, we should have a pool day this weekend. Matt, we should do it at your house. Don't you have a pool? And I was like, yes. But Mike's is a vibe. Come to my house. Well, Adam's not home this weekend, so I'm all alone. Zane has some renovations he's planning for his backyard, so like I never really know. Yeah. If he really wants people over. I mean, he's got a weed growing that's like. He's got the cabana stuff. I mean, it's a different vibe. When yeah, when, a, when it is like when it's when Zane commits and it's like, let's have everybody over, then it's a vibe. But it's not. I have the open door policy in my house, which is how I sort of grew up. So anybody that wants to stop by. If I'm home, come on in. Yeah. I like to facilitate and foster an environment of welcomeness and friendliness. And vibes, man. Vibes. I also love your music though too. The the vibe when I play songs like my playlists. Yeah, I think it's like a pretty eclectic playlist. I feel like sometimes here we're kind of playing the same tunes. Over well, what I what I like to do is I will listen to what other people are listening to. And you I'll... always do play my favorite songs yeah. every time I come over. Where yeah, I'm just like Mike, are you playing this because you want to listen to this, or is I it because I'm here? I make different playlists depending on who's going to be in my house for songs that I know that they like. Oh, that's pretty, pretty good, good curation. I've been kind of noticing Patricia lately, though. She, I would describe it as like. Like the girlfriend playlist where you realize that like a person you're around all the time just has the same songs that they play when yeah. they go places. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty mixed. I'm playing like I I try I've been doing this thing lately where I try to commit to a new album every day, like an old classic album. Oh, that's great. And can I give just, you a tip? What? Go through the top ten albums of every year. What do you think I Googled like three days ago? Wow. The top I Googled, well, not the top ten albums of every year, but I Googled the top 100 albums of all time rated by Pitchfork. Some are very experimental and really wacky, but yeah. I've been getting into Kate Bush lately. Interesting. She was kind of like the Lord and Bjork of like the late 70s and yeah. like early 80s. It's uh some really like she was on some stuff way before her time, and I don't think she gets enough 
um, hype in the United States. No, she's not that big here. She is amongst, like, I think, older rocker people. I think that they sort of give her the credit that she's deserved. But going through every decade and listening, or even, yeah, even the decade, top 10 albums of the 70s, 60s. But if you go by year, my roommate did this when I was living with him in Brooklyn. He started 1960 and went through the top 10 albums of every year. And then he'd pick like two or three and be like, 1963, this album, uh, listen to this. And it'll just blow your mind because it's not necessarily something that's popular today, but it was popular in the time. Yeah. And then another thing, which is really interesting and a little bit maybe controversial, he would find albums like pre-1970s that were done by black female artists. Because if an album was put out by a black female artist in those times, that means that they had to be unbelievably and undeniably good because the only people that were getting chances in the music business then were like young white guys and oh, yeah so I if mean, you're david like, bowie has had clips of him calling out mtv in an interview going like why aren't you playing any black artists yeah. every time i turn on this stuff it's just white faces all the time there are so many incredibly talented people of color that mtv was just not showing during that time and so that's mtv and then even like in the 60s like there's a, there's a harp player named dorothy ashby who's a black female harp player. Her albums are like the most bonkers but beautiful music ever. And what's another, her name? Dorothy Ashby. She's like popular in the jazz she was like community. Like Joanna Newsom. Yes. Before her yeah, time. Exactly. Before Joanna. Although I don't Newsom. think I don't know if she sang. I think it's just instrumental. And then there's another piano player named Mary Lou Williams, who's like a jazz pianist. And it's that's what I was listening to today by the pool. I was like, let me go and d dive into those albums again. And <laughs> don't you guys love our conversations? <laughs> I mean, this these are this is why I love Mike, and this is why I'm so happy that we have this podcast so we yeah. can like dork out on things like this. Yeah, we're having a hoot and a half. <laughs> Damn. So okay, I'm gonna start doing that listening to the top okay now is it the top 10 albums by billboard charts yes. or yes. rolling stone no, 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 magazine no. no what was selling it's like that because when you go to the rolling stone that's someone's opinion right like that's some because billboard charts is just numbers right but it's what was popular in the day yeah true and true. some of that stuff doesn't stand the test of time it was hype in the day oh here's another thing that i really have found extremely bizarre in the 90s if you heard someone listening to music in the 60s that is like someone today listening to music in the 90s. That's how far away the decades oh, are. Oh, wow. So like Casey did a tweet where he was like, my kids ask me all the time why I listen to music in the 90s in the same way where I wondered why my dad listened to music from the 60s. Damn. We're that far away from the 90s. We're like NSYNC and Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys and Aaliyah and all these people. But that's are... also, yeah, and that's also kind of crazy, though, to think about, though, then how many cool decades of stuff we have. Because, like, yes. around, like... 30s and 20s, stuff didn't really pick up until the 50s. Recorded music like, is pretty yeah. new, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool to think about. I've I've been liking XM Satellite Radio a lot, and so I've been going through like the decades, hopping around that, and it's so cool that Adam's been on it, too. Well, uh, yeah, that's been... so that's that's wild. Um, And also, what's super exciting, not just looking back, but all these bands are now announcing their, new, their concerts and their tours, and it's like, I think, what? Is my hand in, in the shot somewhere? No, it's just funny. I looked up and you're just like, <laughs> let me express myself. No, 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 it was just funny. I like looked up at the camera. Um, I, it's just seeing like seeing all these bands and artists announce their tours feels very much an indicator of life re resuming back to normal. Like I bought tickets to go see Jungle. That's like something I used to do every year. And now I have tickets to go see them when they're playing in L.A. It's so weird that it's like happening because I feel like a lot of times during the pandemic, though, a lot of bands were saying, 
it, things are about to get better. We're going to go on tour. And so many of those dates still didn't Got happen. Because no one knew how long it was going to be. It was two weeks. And then it was maybe a month. And, and then I feel, it was I feel so traumatized, though, of the hope. Oh. That got disappointed, so I'm like seeing all these dates. I'm like, yeah, you're like an I abusive hope. relationship with like the bands. Yeah, it's hard for me to get out of the mindset that knowing that it's actually going to happen. That is true. We're not we're not out of the woods yet, and there is still <laughs> potentially who knows. I mean, no one knows anything, but um, it's very exciting. That's really really cool. Do you think venues though are going to run into like I don't know being overbooked? Are there going to be some artists who can't find even a place to have their shows, or there's going to be so I bet there's going to be so many competition during the weekends where you're like, I want to see this band, but this yes. band's also playing a show. Like October is going to be, I think, the busiest month of my life. There's people are having weddings, there's festivals, there's bands, there's events. Like, I feel like everyone has sort of said, you know what, we don't really know if September is going to be fine, but I think the industry of venues and, and events has selected October as the official comeback date. And I don't know what your calendar looks like for October, but mine is already overbooked. I mean, I really want to see Vampire Weekend at Outside Lands. When is but that? that's like Halloween weekend. I don't know. And I kind of would rather just see Vampire Weekend as like a solo show of that's just theirs than yeah. going to a festival and only seeing them, you know, squeezed into like a 45 minutes. For sure. Hope you guys are enjoying this episode of Hoot and a Half. We'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor. Mike. Yeah. Are you looking at your phone in the middle of the sponsor? Sorry, yeah, I, my screen time has been through the roof recently. I mean, it's basically, I feel like all I do is look at screens all day long. Same. I can feel it in my eyes. My eyes are burning. My eyes are sore. You know, sometimes it's important to take a break, take a moment, and let your eyes rest and find other ways to entertain yourself. And whether you're an avid news watcher or in serious need of a distraction, unplugging has never been easier. And you know what? One of my favorite ways to unplug and get the content that I'm itching for? By putting in my Raycon wireless earbuds. So whether you're listening to your favorite podcast, I hope it's hoot and a half, listening to your favorite audiobook, or listening to some good tunes to pump up and jam out to during your workout, a pair of Raycon earbuds in your ears makes all the difference. Mike, you've been getting into jump rope lately. I have, yes. These are the perfect pair of headphones for when I'm exercising. Uh, they stay in my ears. They got a long battery life. They're easy to pair. Uh, and they're super lightweight, so I don't really feel them in my ears when I'm jump burping, and it, and it kind of just feels like I have my own personal concert uh, in my backyard when I'm doing jump ropes. Yes, one of the craziest things about these earbuds is how you hardly feel them when they are in your ear. I literally felt like I was a secret agent or a spy or... Doing some deep undercover work? Yeah, pretty much. Not only are they lightweight, they're easy to pair. You can make calls with them. And what's great is the charging case has 24 hours of battery life. 24 hours? That's a full day. Yes, Mike. It is a full day. Not only is it a full day with the charging case, the earbuds themselves can last up to six hours, so you can enjoy all that time listening to the things you love. They're water and sweat resistant. They are built to perform anytime and anywhere. And the Bluetooth can pair quickly and seamlessly. And with six hours of battery life, you can unplug for a while. Raycon makes great sound accessible to everyone with wireless earbuds starting at just half the price of premium audio brands. And Raycon is hooking you guys up with a big 15% discount. All you have to do is go to buyraycon.com hoot. That's it. And you will get 15% off your order with Raycon. Once again, go to buyraycon.com hoot for 15% off. Feel free to grab a pair and a spare. Just go to buyraycon.com slash hoot 
and get 15% off your entire order. That's buyraycon.com slash hoot. I asked Carly what that app she always looks at that like tells her what's going on in the neighborhood, which is the oh, citizen, citizen app. app. Connor, I regret downloading it, man, because it's just like, no, oh, it's an report anxiety of a grass, Report of a grass fire at 8145 Mulholland Drive. That's like right up there. Is this the beginning? I used to have Citizen app because one of our friends, you know, Connor, the kid who worked at Tesla, he, yeah. he, w- he got hired by Citizen after working at Tesla to help with their community growth and stuff. So I downloaded the app, but I deleted it after a week because it's literally just anxiety attack alerts. Yeah. Hey, naked man with a knife on Melrose, like brandishing an, uh, a gun or or a report of a burglary, report of a stolen car. I don't we don't need to know this. I don't work for the. I'm not a detective. Yeah, I don't. I'm not Superman. You know, it looks like something out of Black Mirror though, because you can like hop around and like see where all the people are, are happening. Filming it. Oh yeah, I that that I will I will say I have the app, but I don't have the notifications on. But if there's like helicopters overhead for like an hour, I'd be like, okay, something's going on. Like these helicopters are just marinating in the sky, looking at something, and then you open up Citizen and you'll get a live stream of you know a standoff or a, or a car chase or something. So it's kind of cool, but I would highly recommend turning off the notifications i think i'm gonna do that i actually would recommend turning off all your phone notifications like do you does your phone still vibrate uh yeah i disabled the vibrate on my phone like years ago and i don't miss it because you still will check your phone enough and you're but you're you're one of those guys that has like 863 unread text right I think it's gotten better since I've gotten a new phone, <laughs> but I think it's definitely over a hundred. Like you never have your texts at zero new texts. No, that's it gives me so much anxiety. No, I think there's a point in the day though where I'm just like I don't want to text anybody or anything, and I just like leave it all in red, and then I start the day anew. <laughs> Were you gonna say something about Carly uh, that made you laugh or made you give you an anxiety attack? No, it's just app? hilarious. Like I'll just like, why did you encourage me to download this app? Like, are you getting all of these notifications? She's like, oh yeah. It's pretty when, crazy how many people are tuning in to like just a car crash. Do you think people get like sponsored by their live streams on Citizen? Being I don't like, think guys, so. this car crash is brought to you, brought to you by Allstate. <laughs> That's really funny. Is that funny? <laughs> I remember also your your funny joke about getting like influencers getting sponsored for the vaccine. Oh yeah, guys, swipe up if you want to get Moderna. I yeah. have loved this so much since getting it. I think some other people have made the joke. Like I've seen it on TikTok now, where someone's like when an influencer gets their Pfizer vaccine in the mail and it's like, okay, so it comes in a really cute box, same day delivery, the website, the website, let me customize my colors. And yeah, it's just like, like, not that it's actually happening, but I think you were the first person I ever heard to make that joke about influencers getting sponsored to do vaccines. I think so. Probably. Yeah. That does make sense. It was a good one. It was. Although I don't think it's going to need to happen. I think we're, I think we're good. Up. More and more people are getting it. And then, wait, are we going to be able to go to a movie theater like April fifteenth, like I've next been, week? It's every day. It changes with what what. It's all good news. Typically, it's like we're going to reopen by this day, and then it gets pushed back, or we're going to partially reopen. Or, I mean, the last I heard, California is fully opening July fifteenth, and then partially opening April fifteenth for indoor stuff, but maybe not at full capacity. I don't know. I I haven't been inside of a place without a mask on in a year, which is just like, uh-huh. what's that? Is that going to happen ever again? Are we going to go into places without masks on? Or I think uh, certain areas, it's going to be like uh, people are going to start getting really comfortable used to wearing masks. Though. I feel like airplanes Airport, will still airports. I don't think it will be required, but I think you're going to see more people wearing masks in areas where they just don't feel comfortable being around that many people. The other thing was like, um, a, so for us, we're a little bit older, so this has lasted a year. But when you're, let's say, seven years old, 
one year of your life is one seventh of your life. Yes. And if you're 40, one year is one fortieth of your life. So for you to experience the pandemic as a seven year old would, if you're 40 years old, would be, I can't do that math in my head, but maybe we'll put it on screen here. It'd be like, what, six, three years, four years of your life yeah. has been during this whole Right. Cause time. like you're, yeah, I don't know. We no, can, yeah, no, it's the perception of time and stuff. And that's why it seems like life is getting faster because. One year of your life when you're 45 is one 45th of your life rather than when you're like seven years old. That's just a seventh of your life. Yeah. So, so I'm kind of like stoked that it didn't happen when we were kids because then I feel like it's going to change the way you perceive the world. If oh, you're... yeah. I would have been bummed if I was like a kid. But they have iPads that. and screens and stuff. It's not just Cartoon Network in front of their eyes all day. Like you can interact and FaceTime. And... Oh, yeah. What would have happened if the pandemic happened when during dial-up? <laughs> In Blue's Clues, the original Nickelodeon show. Yes. Do you remember that he had mail time? Yeah. Was that? I can't remember just because I don't have the sharpest memory of that. But what is that? Was he reading actual fan mail or was it like scripted by the show? No, they weren't fan mail. He would open up the letter and it would be a green screen video and it would zoom in. And That's it would, what it and was. It would be, it, I think it was kind of like word on the street stuff. He would like jump into the mail, right? Yeah. Okay. It, was, it, it was. was like when Arthur, you know, in between... Because every Arthur episode was like three episodes in one. And right. they would have, now a word from us kids. And then it would be like focusing on a school that's blind and then making cookies, <laughs> which is an actual one. Or Aaron Carter. No, that was on Zoom. Never mind. Remember we saw Aaron Carter at the Magic Castle? Yes. And then, I well, I didn't realize it was him at the Magic Castle. And then I went to eat dinner that next night mm -hmm. with... Um, Cam and we're sitting there eating and Aaron Carter starts walking towards the table and I'm like oh my god it's Aaron Carter and he comes right up to me and he goes hey wait I know you man and I was like wait were you at the Magic Castle last night he goes yeah that's where I recognized you wow yeah Aaron Carter and like Cam was looking at me like dude I can't believe this is happening <laughs> I used to worship Aaron Carter man Aaron Carter was like my dream version of myself when I was like 10 oh my god Aaron's party that album Incredible. But I speaking think, of male, I think what? you've actually become the idealized version of the Aaron Carter kid that he was back then. I can't sing. I can't dance. No, but but the whole like persona of being like a very popular, fun, fun loving, hip guy that everyone loves. Nobody can do it like Aaron can. Yeah. You like you kind of have become like if that version of Aaron Carter became an adult, I feel like that would be you. Wow. From that music video. And now for you, who would that be? Uh, who did I want to be when I was a kid that yes. I grew up into? You weren't really into like the pop mainstream culture of no. things. No, it'd be like you know Omar Rodriguez Lopez, the guitar player from the Mars Volta. <laughs> like that was my guy in and high school. I think you've achieved that now. Yeah, maybe. Speaking but he of goes, mail, look, we've got a letter. We uh, look, we've, we've got, got a letter. letter. And also, here's the mail. I wonder who it's from. Boing. And then there's also here's the mail. It makes never me fails. Want, makes me wanna wag my tail. When mail. it comes, I wanna yell mail. Okay, so back to mail. Uh, we opened up a P.O. box. If people didn't know, on our, one of our last episodes of season two, we opened up a P.O. box. I think we should have pushed it a little bit harder. Because <laughs> we really only got two things. We may have more stuff still at the P.O. box that we have not got. But we, we did we get went, two We things. went a little early. We went like a week after. And we are like, oh, my God. I bet you there's so much stuff here. And we opened it. There was nothing in there. There was nothing. <laughs> but I went back a few weeks ago. And we had two things. Oh, my Both God. Both are addressed to me. Hopefully, there's something for you in them. That's okay. You're people like oh, you. Oh, I need to make sure I'm not. 
No, the address is I know the PO I... box. Oh, it is the PO box. But oh, but the people the from address? address. Yeah, okay. Um, this first one is from Amin from Moorhead, Minnesota. Oh yeah, you're darn tootin'. I hope darn it's something tootin'. from Fargo. Okay, and it is a letter Ooh. and some wristbands. Dear Matt and Mike, congrats on three seasons of Hoot and a Half. Woo! I wanted to gift y'all some of my custom-made bracelets. They have Minnesota written on one side and MN on the other. I like these bracelets because they are sleek, beach-colored, and styled. I put a few of these. Hopefully, you guys will like them. If you guys do not wear them, I would really appreciate if you gave them to people you knew who would. I know David and Ilya like to wear them, so it would be dope to see y'all wearing them. I would greatly appreciate if y'all let me know that you have received this message. Who knows? Maybe the both of you will allow me to come on an episode of the podcast. But even just letting me know y'all received it is enough. Let me know. You can FaceTime me and check them out on Instagram. Thank you so wow. much. Can I, mean, I have one? Yes. How many course. are there? Wow. I have never been to the state of Minnesota. Me I've neither. I've always wanted to. The best people I know are from the state of Minnesota. So thank you to you, Amin, for making these dope bracelets. We appreciate it. Sure. Is that going to focus? <coughs> yeah. Wow. Sick. Product. Product. Is this what it's like being an influencer? You get, I think you get so. stuff sent to you for free? I mean, I've never opened up a P.O. box. It would be awesome, though. It was awesome, though, when Zane had a P.O. box. I would get some stuff in the mail that someone would make for me. So you were is... a big character in the Zane oh, box. Yeah, yeah, of course. And um, All this right. Second is from, package. This is from Kate from Michigan. Shout out to Kate from Michigan. Hold on. Oh, that looks fancy. Another handwritten note. Ooh. Let's go, baby. All right. This is from Kate, Matt, and Mike. Yo, hey, guys. My name is Kate. I'm 16. I'm a big Hoot and Half fan. I started with Coffee Talk, and when Matt made his own podcast, I just had to listen. I love the dynamic. By the way, you guys... I love the way you talk to new guests. It keeps my interest hearing from new people. So I guess I'll tell you all about me. I live in Michigan in high school, play soccer. But I hope you guys like the keychain I sent. I'm really into Macrome. Matt, you need to take it up as your new hobby, which I think is like lanyard making. This is a really cool. Um... This is so cool. Wow. People are so nice. That's amazing. A handwritten oh, note. Oh, wow. Look at this. It's oh, that's dope. sick. It's like a really, it looks like a, did like she a make nautical this? rope. Um, yes, she did make this. Wow. Um, this is really cool. Like, when I heard you had a P.O. box, I got so excited. I just wanted to share my excitement of the podcast with you. you None of my friends ears? listen to it, so I have no one to talk about it with. But don't worry. I'm trying to get them onto it. So <laughs> I hope you guys have a great day, whenever that is. Well, Thank now, you so much for this keychain, Kate. That's amazing. And hopefully your friends will watch it now that we've... Have accepted your gift. The Macron. I hope is it Macron or is it Macrome? I may be pronouncing that completely wrong. Can't get it to focus, but <coughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Wow. Oh, wow. Look at that. That's really cool. I love that. Thanks. Oh my God. Look Thanks, at us. Kate. We're Thank swagged you, out me. now. And who knows? We may have more stuff in the P.O. box. Handwritten notes are so nice to get. It's a lost art. Oh, I love your hoot and half t-shirt. Oh, thanks. I uh I what you haven't done your laundry and now you've been just wearing the merch no i actually did do my laundry and i realized that this was sitting in a place that i haven't seen in a while and i just thought i lost it somehow but now i found it and i you know i kind of like it's i feel like it's a little bit weird to wear it out in public because it's like my own you know it's like our own merch uh -huh. but i also think it's kind of cool like that's kind of my i love wearing all of our friends merches and i love getting 
free stuff from people because it's it's a lot easier than deciding what to buy. Uh, I'm not really good at like fashion or going shopping, and it's it's very stressful. I don't know what colors work together. So when I have like you know David would have merch or Zayn has his merch or uh, like Cool Man Coffee Dan has cool stuff that says you're special on it. Usually these are the people that have merch that we're friends with. It's pretty cool. It's not just like a name on like a blank t-shirt so it kind of makes it easier for me to decide what to wear yeah i'm supporting our friends and um but this is like a little bit i don't know it's like you think too on the nose it's just like a little bit like hey look at me i'm trying to advertise for myself at starbucks (laughs) today but i don't know i kind of like it that's cool i mean this entire closet is just merch that i've received from our entire group oh is that your merch closet pretty much but i don't wear it as much as i used to. No, you wear real clothes you go shopping and you go on depop and you i like to hunt them down cool hunting right cool yeah i I guess you could say cool hunting but it's to the point that we're saying it's like i want that shirt give me that shirt i mean you do have a you're very swagger jackable swagger well you love to swagger jack uh i i look at it as a efficient learning right so you've already done the hard work of finding what's cool and then if it's cool, why can't I try it too? I'm going to make you a shirt um, that's in the uh, logo of Cracker Jacks, but it's called Swagger Jacks. <laughs> and it's just like you as like the little uh, sailor boy with his dog. Oh, and man. Sw- I like that. Swagger Jacks. And inside's like a coupon and whoever gets it. Like, I try and redeem myself, though, where now I realize that when I find something that I know some people, other people think are cool, like you or my friend Derek, who I've Swagger Jacked a lot from. Swagger Jacking, for those unfamiliar, is. If Matt wears something really cool, like a new pair of sneakers or a new hat or a new shirt, I go, wow, that's really cool. And then I go and buy it because I think it's cool. And then we both have it. And then it's not cool because Matt did the hard work of finding the thing. And then I just sort of like hop on and swagger jack. You did make me very angry one time when it was. Um, oh, the, the the Adidas from. Hold on, Zane's FaceTiming me. Hi, Zane. What time you plan on coming? Uh, In like 15, 20 minutes. Do you want to say hi to Hoot and a Half? Hi, Hoot and a Half. That's Zane Hijazi, world-famous comedian. And we're recording with Olivia O'Brien. Oh, fancy. Trust me, or this episode won't go out until... This will go out next week. Yeah, this this is going out for next week. This will go out after. Gun to your head. You have to name a song that you know every single lyric of, and if you mess up one lyric, you... Die? Yeah. Ooh. uh, I would say, I guess, Ice Ice Baby, but I feel like I would mess up at least one or two That's a risky song. Do a rap song? Yeah. You feel like you'd want something a little bit, you oh, know. Oh, gosh. What song do I feel like I know every single word to? Around Shit. the World by Daft Punk. That's a good one. It's or, just Around the World. Or Tequila. Dun, 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 Is that the dun. only lyric in that song? Tequila. Yeah. It doesn't go into like a. God, that's a good section. question. Because even though my favorite songs, I love listening to them because I don't fully know every single that's the thing. part of them. And yeah. that's why I like listening to it. The songs I avoid are the ones that I know all the way through. Maybe Bedrock. What's that? Uh, I can make your bedrock. You know every word. To I can the, make to your the... bedrock. Yeah. I would say like row, row, row your boat or something. Pretty. Okay. Then that's. I guess that's easy. The guy who has your gun to your head is just mostly going to walk away. Right. Or right when you're saying that. Be like, all right. Or happy birthday. Oh. Uh, have you seen that TikTok to you? Well, no, that's a tricky one because you have to throw a name in there. How do you how do you rectify that? Um, you would go, "What's your name?" <laughs> and then you would sing it to the gunman. Do you still go on TikTok like regularly? No, yeah, to the point where I feel like I, I wish it was only had like one hour a day. I could look at it. 
Oh, really? Mm -hmm. The only times I look at TikToks now is when you send me them or someone sends me them. I'll open it up. I'll scroll for like one or two minutes and then I get out of it. I'm I'm not. I've like crossed the phase of where it's like my default on board app. Let me open it. Um, and it's, I feel like I'm missing out on like a little bit of culture, but, uh, it's nice to have other people that are sort of doing the TikTok research and sending me the hype relevant ones. Then I don't think your for you page knows you that well yet. No, it it really figures you out though. You're like, Oh my God, how does it know that? Do you just, I, I, all I want to see is funny stuff, but I I also am interested. I'm also into like art history, TikToks and architecture, TikToks and like watercolor TikToks. Like that you, stuff. You're gonna start making TikToks, maybe? Yeah, I actually do one too. I have a whole bunch of ideas. I just feel sometimes I feel silly making them by myself, but I should just like own it. In TikTok, it's it's different than the simplicity of Vine. Like you just held it down. That was that. There's all these like editing hacks in TikTok yeah. that I'm like, how technical does this get? How how do I even like put the green screen and the text? I'm I feel so old when it comes to making it, but no, I actually should. I'm sure there's some like YouTube videos of how to just do all the. There there is a TikToker that teaches you how to do all the TikToks. Um, I, I'll well, I live with that person, and that's Zane. Oh, true, Zane does. <laughs> You do live with one of the great TikTokers of our time. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I do. Oh yeah, we have a bunch of different little books on set. We have, why don't you, yeah, oh, why don't you yeah, explain the, the Nook for the people? Oh yeah, if you're probably like for the people watching, like what's in that Nook? What books are there? I mean, the obvious one right there is Franny and Zoe by J D Salinger, which actually I have not read. I've been meaning to, so I'm putting it as like a visual reminder for me to read that book. I have Like Brothers by Mark and J Duplass, who are some of my favorite um, directors, directors and writers and filmmakers. I have the script to When Harry Met Sally, a gift given to me by Alex Briss written by Nora Ephron and then I have The Virgin Suicides by Jeffrey Eugene what is The Virgin Suicides you've never seen that movie no well, Sophia Coppola made it but it's originally a book um, is she related to Francis Ford Coppola yeah it's his daughter uh-huh. she made Lost in Translation I didn't like that movie you didn't like Lost in Translation no couldn't get into it I think I like fell asleep or turned it off or something you should probably revisit that. Yeah. And what's the coolest boobs thing? Is that Cody Co? Cody Co. And well, Devin Spindler, Cody Co. And I think maybe Marcus uh, Malachny. What's are... called Mean Mugs? Mean Mugs. Yeah. They just like have uh, really cool mugs with uh, funny names on them. I saw on Reddit that I follow a graphic design subreddit and someone posted there. Uh, I think Cody hired them to do new graphics for this brand and they posted like this logo and it was they were just showing like in the graphic design sub like subreddit and community people will show off the commissions that they've gotten and the person who made the designs for cody's company posted all of them and it was really cool it's very cool to see like when real life internet people is in your version of the internet, yeah. like on Reddit, so cool. That's really dope. Yeah, oh, they used to have like a big batch of them, like oh, probably like four or five years ago. That was like a completely different font. I had one that said like "R.I.P. Harambe" on it. Oh wow, what a throwback! No, um, like also, which is kind of lit. But Reddit started doing notifications of things you may be interested in, so it, it'll show you a little icon in the bottom like you have a notification which i i never post anything on reddit i only like i only browse but i got a notification and it said there's a david dobrik subreddit yes and it said new episode of hoot and a half and there's like a bunch of nice comments about this is the best oh, i love this podcast so excited i love adam elcher it's like to see like this podcast on reddit was just like this cool little like sub community of reddit you don't think like oh people who watch this stuff would be on reddit yeah i think it's, it's like a bunch of like older dudes on there but no yeah. there's actually so many people on reddit that's really Shout cool out to the subreddit 
David Dobrik, we love you guys. Um, also, yeah, it's just cool to to see like comments and stuff. It's like it is real people. Like these people who wrote these notes, they're not just random internet nobodies. It's, yeah, it's like actual people with real lives that are leaving comments. And you know what would be interesting is like if uh, maybe we should add this at the beginning of like I would love to know that where people are who are watching like where are you watching from i think you can see that in the analytics right? no but i want to know from the people who are commenting like where oh where yeah. i'm actually very curious too all right leave a comment on this episode of where you are watching this episode from city yeah. state country whatever don't give your actual address or your social security number or anything <laughs> no, like that no. i'm at one two three four you know yeah, yeah, bumble yeah. bumble lane in minnesota no don't do that no because if we do get all that data then we can like figure out where we can take the show to like i don't know oh go on tour and stuff. oh man college shows college campuses that'd be pretty fun <sighs> i we did do i did one show with zane and heath at usc that was pretty fun like a Unfiltered? Um, we were part of like a, it was a kind of like a variety night. We thought the entire thing was just going to be us, but there was acts kind of before and after it. I remember the, like the views tours were so much fun. Oh yeah. That I was... mean, I went to like Fort Lauderdale, Chicago and New York one. And you did those. for Todd's book tour. Oh yeah. I love that one. That was for Chicago and Miami. I did the book tour and then also out here at the Brentwood country Mart. I remember though with the New York one, they had to put that live snake on me. That was pretty yep, intense. Yep. Yep. I have a really funny oh, was video there something of you. with Doritos. They put Doritos on my chest too. Yeah. And you thought it was, Oh, bugs or something. And then there was a girl who took, who had like a fake leg. She had like a prosthetic oh, leg yeah, and she like and then gave she threw it, it on stage. So we were just like dancing with this fake leg. I remember her. And I think I even ran into her again, like at one of Scott's shows. Yeah, she, she was, was like, super I'm nice. the girl with the leg. Yeah. She was super nice. That would be cool to do a little, little bit of a live hoot and a half live thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We probably really need to prepare cool. some, some witty banter and you some can stories. Bust out the guitar. Oh my God! Wow, you would maybe do some slam poetry. Yeah, hoot and a half. I oh, no. I, <laughs> I used to know a bunch of slam poetry. I used to watch. There was like an HBO show about young slam poets. Yes, well, bravest, bravest voices, brave new voices, brave young voices. Yeah, something like that. I used to watch those too. It's really to cool. the point where I thought about joining one too as well. All right, lightning round. Okay, favorite season of hoot and a half. No, or no, no. Of the show of of. The, the, the weather, year. yeah. Ooh, I would say probably fall. Fall, yeah. Favorite fall month. is my favorite, but I enjoy summer a lot. Favorite month. Favorite month. Ooh, I would say July. YouTube channel you watch the most? I'd probably say Cody Co's channel, but I kind of like just go in and I just like hop around and just see what kind of jokes he's making. Are you? Do you not watch a lot of YouTubers? No, I don't. Interesting. Yeah. Oh wait, I don't know. I or I'm watching like YouTube channels about watercoloring or someone's teaching me something. Got it. More educational. Like, yes, it's educational. It's something that I just happen to be googling and I want to understand. So it's just a variety of different people. Interesting. Yeah. Most recent book you've read? Oh, it was Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. I'm still reading Dune by Frank Herbert, and it's really, really hard to uh, finish it. What song is stuck in your head right now? Withering Heights by Kate Bush. For I'm happy. First concert you ever attended? I'm pretty sure it was Britney Spears' Oops, I Did It <laughs> Did It Again tour, or it was the All That Music Fest bash at Six Flags. Which what was is like, that? It was like All That, you know the show All That, and they had like the 18s, S Club 7, Jump 5. Like a music festival for kids. Yeah, hmm. pretty much. It was either that one or Britney Spears. Best museum you've ever been to? Um, best museum I've ever been to would probably be the Holocaust Museum. Today is 
Holocaust Remembrance Day. Is it really? Yep. Which Holocaust Museum did you go to? The one in D.C. That one's really good. There's one in Israel, too, which is like really intense. Somebody recognized me at the Holocaust Museum and asked to take a photo. And I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Because I wanted to be nice, but I was like, <laughs> we're at the Holocaust Museum right now, dude. Can we find a better angle and make sure none of this imagery is like in the background? That's really, that's a tough spot for you. Because yeah. you don't want to be like on Instagram like, and you don't want to be smiling no, in the Holocaust Museum. No, yeah, it's that's a, it is a really good museum. They did an incredible job of portraying what that is. Yes, favorite country you've been to? Uh, I would have to say Italy. Yeah, best thing you did in Italy? I don't know. Probably going to like Portofino and eating at this really really great restaurant, or going to the island of Capri and partying. Most scared you've ever been for your life? Probably when I was running from the cops when I was in high school. What were you doing? Uh, well, one of my friends was trying to paint was trying to paintball cars on the side of this wall, oh. and the cops like found us and were running. I didn't do it. I was it was just a sleepover, and I was going along for the run. And then the cops were chasing us down the alleys and stuff, coming at all different angles, trying. And I you was, escaped? Yes, I escaped. I ran so hard I threw up. Have you ever? <laughs> I did. Have you ever lost anything uh, that you miss? Yeah, apparently I have a pair of shoes that Patricia has that I cannot find anywhere. And apparently last place they were were in my car and I cannot find them. Something that you own, though. My, my glasses that I had oh, at the your sunglasses? house. The sunglasses Stop at your house. Stop saying they were at my house. You, They're your responsibility. I know. And no, they're not at my house. I'm not blaming I, you, but somebody there that day took the sunglasses. <laughs> Like really that it's concerned. been months. I know, but it's eating at my brain, and Patricia's making me feel bad just, for losing just, them. Just buy a new pair. She'll never I know, know I should. Imagine she sees just this specific clip, like in the one well, second. Someone's going to see this, and they're going to comment it oh. that Matt just bought new sunglasses. Or you'll be such a good liar and actor that you'll be like, "No, I didn't buy them. I actually found them," <laughs> and we'll never know. Also, ooh, I did lose like a login info for some cryptocurrency. Like Oof. I bought something with Bitcoin. Years ago, though, I spent all of the money I used on the Bitcoin for the thing I bought, but there was still like a fraction of it left. And I bet that's worth much more than what I bought that fraction of Bitcoin for. What are you most looking forward to? Probably seeing my family and all of my extended cousins and everything over uh, the summer. Are you excited to go to Italy? Yes, I'm excited. We're going to Italy in October. Our other manager, or you're like my co-manager. Yeah. Uh, Jared is getting married. Is getting married. He was supposed to get married last May, but they postponed it. Yes, and now it's actually happening. We're going to Volterra, Italy. We need to book the flights. And I want to. Our plan should still be to go like a week early, right? Uh, yes. We just got to figure out though if we want to go into Milan, Florence. Do we want to work ourselves up north to getting to? I've never been, and all I want to do is eat all the food. On our way through, and I don't really care to like see anything. I just want to hang out with you. We'll have the best time. We'll take a and train. And Patricia. Oh yes, and Patricia. And if I ever get a girlfriend, <laughs> you can. It's a good. Uh, no, I know. It'd be, it'd be it would be fun if it was like a couple's trip, but the clock's ticking. Or you Actually, find somebody there. Go to oh, the Trevi Fountain and find love. Well, the, I think you find love the next time you're in Rome. Or I go to like the Chabad House in Italy. Are there those? I'm sure there is. Yeah. Find a nice gal. That would be lit. Go to Italy and find a nice Jewish girl in Italy and then bring her back. I think you should try to motivate yourself to find a, a date now. Yeah, that would be... Then going out there without... I know. I don't want to go solo. 
mm-hmm. but it's like in a castle. It's on a. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be sick. But yeah, we should definitely go early because I'm really bad with jet lag, and so I'm gonna need like a week to adjust. Because <laughs> a week to adjust, <laughs> we're only gonna be there for a week. I know. So by I, the time you get your last day, you're gonna be adjusted. I need to just wake up to the wedding. That's my point. We're going to wrap this up. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Hoot and a Half with just Mike and I, just us talking and gabbing like we normally would. Um, If you guys have now just discovered this podcast for the first time, go and check out all of the other episodes that we have. We have a whole bunch of other ones that are uploaded onto our YouTube channel, and we have tons of audio ones as well out there that we made before we started the video version. So check those out. You can also book me on Cameo as well. And check out Unfiltered, where I'm also on as well. And Mike, do you have anything to plug? Nope. Just watch Hoot and a Half. Leave a comment. Leave a like. Subscribe. Tell your friends. And all get the vaccinated. Usual. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Yeah, that would be that would be good. Let's, all right. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Much love. Hoot and a Half with Matt King and Mike Sheffer.